0: You can't feel this pain. You can't feel my pain. What, I what I had to go through to get here. You'll never understand. You'll never understand my Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to figure it out. Because because my worship. Because my worship. Yes. Yeah. My worship I, is for me. Now here's my testimony. I've been through too much. i mm. Yes. To My God. been through too much. Yeah. <laughs> Have I got a witness out there? You've been through. Mm, he's been too good to not worship him <laughs> every day. Brand new mercy. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Not to worship Take that up a little higher Oh, I think...
1: Bless the lord tonight i've been through too much not to give god some praise not to give him the glory not to worship the lord our god amen Do you know the lord is good and greatly to be praised i pray that you've had a great day on this uh wednesday and welcome to this our midweek bible study i uh, pray that you are already sharing this with your neighbor and your friends i've already shared it on my timeline i pray that you share it on yours Go ahead and do it right now. If you haven't already, all you got to do is push that share button. Digital discipleship has never been easier. It's the push of a button. It's right at the tip of your fingertips. So go ahead and do that right now. Share that on your timeline. Let's get those numbers up. Listen. Why don't we have 200 people on tonight? We, we've, we've skirted around 200 for the last couple of weeks, been around 187, 189. Let's go ahead and get 200 people in, in the room tonight, live viewers, 200 people, live viewers in the room tonight. Let's make that our goal. Help us make that happen tonight. Go ahead and push those buttons right now. Let's share it and get the word out because we've got a lot to talk about. Good word on tonight tonight i pray i pray that your uh, ninth day of 28 days uh is going well i i listen we are in our 28 days of prayer uh, and fasting and i'm not going to ask you about your fast we know that that's uh, something that's personal but i pray that it is going well for you i pray that uh, as you are, are practicing the spiritual discipline of fasting and self-denial Uh, that you are sensing and feeling the power and the presence uh, of the Holy Spirit walking with you, that God himself is speaking to you uh, and that you are experiencing just a closer walk Uh, with the Lord our God. Listen, let's go ahead and see who's in the room tonight. As you continue to share, we we got a goal of 200 live viewers. Y'all help us get 200 live viewers tonight. Ruth Dale is in the room. Good evening to you, Sister Dale. Good to see you. Shirley Bell is in the room tonight. God bless you. Good to see you, Shirley Bell. Debbie Littleton, God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Littleton. Francis Young Mac is with us on this evening. Francis, good to see you, David. Brother Stevenson, good to see you, amen. Aggie Duvall is watching, amen. Good to see you, Sister Duvall. Peggy Howard is with us on tonight. God bless you, Sister Howard. Pat Hobson is with us. I already saw, Pat, I already saw that you shared. Thank you for sharing. Patricia Booth McGee is with us on this evening, amen. Good to see you, Sister Pat. Linda Stewart is with us as well. Good to see you, Sister Stewart. Uh, King Lemuel, 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 I'm going to say Lemuel Productions. Good to see you, sir. God bless you. Uh King uh, Barbara Heard. God bless you. Barbara Heard is with us on this evening. Vicky Nunn. God bless you. Good to see you. Francis Moody is with us on tonight. Come on, share those, share the, the uh, timeline with us. Let's get those numbers up. We're at 115. We're at 115. Our goal is 200 live viewers tonight. Help us get that Get that um that share button going, uh, and let's get those numbers up. Loretta Elps, God bless you. Good to see you. Sister Epps, Tita Cheatham is with us tonight. God bless you. Good to see you. Peggy Jennings is with. I believe Peggy already shared as well. I think I saw that on the timeline that you shared. Shelby Moore, I think you've shared already. God bless you. Betty Branch, good to see you. If you've already shared, put it in the timeline. I shared. I want to see. I want to see who's already shared. If you put it in there, if you've shared it already, drop a note and say I've shared it. Valerie. Shelby is with us. Annie Sexton, Mother Sexton is with us. God bless you. Let's get to 200 live viewers tonight, y'all. Let's do it. We can do that. We can do that. We can do that. We skirt around 180, 189. Let's get 200 live viewers in the room. Bonnie McNeil Harris is with us. Doc Camper is with us. God bless you. Good to see you all. Teresa Green. Listen, as you're already getting that in the as you're already getting in, as you are all coming in the room, let me get my words out. My goodness. I'm excited y'all I'm excited because um, I just I, I I feel I feel like uh, you are being blessed um, from from the, the the text messages that I'm getting the emails that I'm getting uh, some of the phone calls that I'm receiving I feel that you all are being blessed and what a blessing it is uh, when 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 the Spirit of God is 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 touching the congregation uh, as we collectively, pray and as we collectively fast that you feel uh God moving in your midst amen listen I pray that uh that 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 um, uh, these nine days so far uh have been a good nine days for you um, that you are are experiencing power uh, that you are praying while you are fasting remember I told you last week, um, that that uh, a fast without prayer is just a diet. Uh, and so I want you to be praying while you are fasting. Uh, remember the Bible teaches us that there's a way that we ought to fast. There is a fast that the Lord has chosen, not just one that we choose for ourselves. Uh, Jesus teaches us that when we fast, that we should not go around uh, with a, a, a sour disposition, uh, but that we should anoint our heads. And so uh, which is to say that 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 we should not um talk uh about how how much we are grieving through our fast uh but we ought to give god glory in and through it amen so listen if you if you if you are fasting and 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 you have a sad countenance uh listen i'm coming against that tonight uh change your attitude beloved uh put a smile on your face Um, uh, go out with a good attitude. Don't just look at what you can't have. Look at what God is giving you in the meantime. Amen. Don't just look at what you're giving up. Look at what you are gaining. My God, don't just look at what you are giving up. Look at what you are gaining through your close, intimate relationship and your proximity to the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I've shared. I see you all. You all are sharing. God bless you. Those numbers are slow. Y'all get those numbers up for me. All right, listen. We're gonna get into the Word of God. I guess you all wait until I until I get into into the uh, the, the study of the Word uh, before you start sharing. You try to see if it's gonna be good or not. It's gonna be good because the Word of God is not bad. It's gonna be a good word. I promise you. Listen, while you're doing that, go ahead and say hello to T A T A. Is the man behind the the curtain always uh, making our media look good and And make sure it's working well. So go ahead and shout out TA. Uh, Thank God for him and for his ministry with us. Let us pray. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you, God, for this time together and for this study of your word, for who you are and for your awesome might and power. Father, we bless you tonight, for we do sense uh, in these nine days, we sense a closening. Uh, of our spirit to yours. Thank you, oh God, that, um, God, as we walk closer to you, that you've always promised that if we draw near unto you, you will draw near unto us. You've always promised never to leave us nor forsake us. And for that, we give you praise. So God, we pray now that, um, these nine days of fasting and praying. We pray, God, that they have been pleasing in your sight, that they have been a sweet-smelling savor in your nostrils, that this has been the fast that you have chosen for us and not just the fast that we have chosen for ourselves. Lord, as we enter into the next uh, period of prayer and fasting, we pray, O God, that we would be strengthened even the more. We pray, God, that our ears would be attuned to your voice, that our eyes would be open afresh to the reality of your truth. And, oh God, that we would seek after you in all things and in all ways. Granted in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. Amen. 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 All right. All right. All right. God bless you. God bless you. So listen, I told you we're on, we're on, uh, yeah, today is February 9. We're on our ninth day of uh, 28 days of prayer and fasting. I pray that you've been able to um follow along with us on on Facebook. Um uh, hopefully you are connected with us uh, for the text service. Every morning, um, we have our, our early morning prayer. Uh, every morning, we also get the text for the devotional as well uh, as the audio and video uh, of that devotional. So I pray that you have multiple uh, ways to connect with us. As always, you recall, uh, if you, if you need, if you need, a hard copy. You can stop by the office and get that as well, um, but we're trying to we're trying to make it as as available as in, on as many platforms as many mediums uh, as possible. If you have been following along with us, and I I, I know everybody on here has, day one of our twenty eight days started with silence, reimagining being silent and silence. Um. I believe that was Brother Duvall, yeah, Driscoll Duvall, who started us, started us out, um, and reimagining silence, the idea of quiet, quietude, peace, of not having every moment crowded out with noise, action, or activity and reimagining that in the silence that that's okay that silence is actually good usually you know we we think when silence is going on that something's wrong when people aren't talking you know what's what's the matter why aren't you talking why aren't you saying anything um sometimes in church when it's silent too long we look around because we're trying to figure out who missed their cue but silence can and should be very purposefully built into the believer's life. So, reimagining silence as a positive thing, as a good thing. Day number two was reimagining your home, reimagining your home and being organized, reimagining your, your space, um, reimagining silence reimagining uh, the physical space that you occupy and looking at it from the perspective of it being a place and a space that has order and organization to it. God created the heavens and the earth in the Genesis account, and he did so in a specific order and through that order because he did things in a particular order life could then be supported he created the heavens and the earth he created the waters and the and the earth and the land and then he filled the earth and the land with with fish and with animals couldn't create the animals first because there would be nowhere to put them. And it's the whole idea that, that there is an order to things. And when we operate in order, it helps to bring organization to our lives. I'm, 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 I'm going to get to where I'm going to, but I want you to see the first nine days of this. Then we talked about on day three, we talked about reimagining balance. Uh, balance in in work and in life reimagining balance that that um uh, that there is a a let, let, yeah I'm glad I'm glad the scripture's up there Ecclesiastes chapter 3 uh there's a time and a place for everything there's a time uh the, the writer says there's a time for everything under the sun right a time to be born a time to die. A time and so this this devotional was meant to help us think about our lives being organized and balanced in the way of setting aside time for the things that have to happen, creating balance. So you're not too heavy over here, not too heavy over here, but there's an even balance to things. All right, day four. Day four, we talked about reimagining your morning. Thank you. We got, uh, yeah, Sister Bridgman up there. Amen. Reimagining your morning. um, And then reimagine, and, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this this evening, but reimagining your morning, looking at morning time um, a little bit differently because, you know, usually for those of us who who are you know working still and and haven't gotten to retirement yet when when we wake up we're thinking about you know what we have to do first thing's we're thinking about is you know what's what's on my agenda for the day and tell the truth how many of us wake up and the first thing we do is we check this right the first thing we do is we pick this up and because in 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 a lot of instances this is telling us what we have to do we've if we've organized ourselves if we're using our planners and all of those things uh, then those are tools that we use to help us stay, you know, on point and stay on time and 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 keep in mind what's on the schedule for the day. But reimagining our mornings was about looking at morning time just a bit differently in the way of not just getting to the first thing that's on our agenda, or not just what's what we have to complete today or what we have to accomplish today, but looking at morning time in a more purposeful way and spending our mornings uh, more intentionally for purposeful ends. I don't remember if this was written or not but it 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 came to me while while I was while I was reading it or or listening to uh um Sister Bridgman um starting your morning the way you want it to end right so if I start my morning a certain way if I start my morning with with quiet time I start my morning um with God time. I start my morning uh, in a place of peace, asking God uh, to walk with me, to direct my thoughts. Start start your mornings the day the way you want them to end. Okay. Start your mornings the way you'd like for them to end. Okay? Um day number five. Day number five. Uh reimagining your closets. I I I I got a lot of I got a lot of uh <laughs> notes, I'll say. Um and, and let me say this, let me say this. I, I wanna thank, I wanna thank, I wanna thank, and we put it in the back of here. I want to thank life change church. Okay. Um, life change church. We reached out. I, I was, um, earlier, earlier in 2021, when, when the Lord gave this to me, uh, about reimagine being the, the theme, um, I came across this devotional, uh, and we reached out to life change church, uh, and they gave us permission to use, uh, these devotionals so these are not written by me okay these are not written by me so I, I say that because the disclaimer is i don't want anybody to think i'm i'm talking about you okay that's not what we're doing um uh, but i was reading these devotions i was like this is this is where the lord has us for sure uh when the lord gave me that that whole that just the word reimagine um and so in reimagining your closets uh, there was this idea of of our our personal space. That space sometimes that we can close off, right? That space that we can sometimes watch this, shut the door and forget about, right? And and watch this, that door that that space that we can also hide things in, right? We can throw we can throw stuff in if there's somebody coming over um, and we got company coming. And we don't have time to really clean up and we just throw stuff in the closet and close the door, right? And closets can serve that purpose. It can, it, it can be a great place for organization, but it can also be a great place for hiding, hiding the, the clutter or the junk. And closets, our personal closets, our personal, remember, um, uh, we, we, we are told that we should enter into uh, our prayer closets that space where we can have secret time and secret devotion with God. And it's going to be hard to have secret time and secret devotion with God if you're entering a space that is cluttered and out of order. And if your heart is the closet that is cluttered and out of order, if your mind is cluttered and out of order, so, so there, there's a need for the decluttering of our hearts and the decluttering of our spirits, the decluttering of our minds, uh, so that we reimagine these spaces as, be, as being spaces that God can feel, that God can enter into, and there is room made for him to abide with us there. You follow me? Yeah. Day six, reimagining TV time. Reimagining TV time. Yeah. Um, um, Yeah, my daughter Anna did this. one. Thank you. Um, And and so there's this idea of listen, listen, guilty. Um, I've done binge watching before. Uh, You know, if it's my favorite show and I I, and I haven't seen a season of it and I've got some time, then, yeah, I might binge watch. If I've got time, I might just decide, you know what? Uh, Friday night, we're going, to we're going to catch up on whatever. Um, I've, I've got to, I've got to catch up on this is us too. It's going off the season. I've, I've missed, I've missed so many episodes of this is us. That used to be my favorite show. And I can't claim it as my favorite now, just because I've missed so many episodes. Um, but yeah, TV time that, that, that whole, um, that whole block that we can sometimes, um, uh, misuse and, and it can consume so much of the time that we would have and could use to better um, position ourselves in our walk with God and in our walk with Christ. So looking at our TV time and reimagining TV time, um, looking at that differently. Downsizing was day seven. Uh, brother brother thickpin Ricky Thickpin downsizing and reimagining downsizing as a good thing oftentimes we think of downsizing in negative uh terms downsizing uh oftentimes means uh in the business world cutting cutting jobs and cutting positions and 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 and, and cutting salaries and all of that um but downsizing in this passage uh was when god uh took the, the 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 Army of Gideon and cut it down from thirty thousand to three hundred. He downsized it. And in downsizing, um, God actually performed uh, his miracle. God showed up in a smaller space. I' we'll get to that in a minute. He showed up with with smaller uh, uh, with a smaller unit in place uh, and did so because he wanted to make sure. Uh, that when people celebrated uh, the victory that they won, that it was a celebration not of their own might and not of their own power, but that of the power of God, the power and the might of God in giving them victory with a downsized army. And the idea being that that God can use small things. We don't we don't have to have the most. We don't have to have the best, that God can use small things. In fact, he has a track record of using small things, using small nations, using people who are not great and grand and famous, but using those who are on sometimes the periphery of life. God uses the small. Day eight talked about uh reimagining phone usage we talked about tv with uh with with anna we talked about phone with kennedy uh and and you uh with madison i'm sorry i say kennedy with madison um and using um uh looking at phone time differently looking at our phone usage uh differently and seeing that uh, wait a minute that is that Kennedy, that is Kennedy. yeah, I'm sorry I, I looked at it I said, yeah, that is Kennedy, I believe. I'm sorry if I got that wrong. my, my apologies, my apologies. Um, but looking at phone usage and making sure that that this tool that we're using. and I said that we look at it um, uh, perhaps first thing in the morning and thank God for technology. Uh, as as she said, thank God for the tools that that, that we've been given to help us. Uh, to to bless us, uh, and to make sure that, uh, yeah, that we're on time for our appointments. Uh, what a great thing that is. Um, but making sure that we aren't, you know, slaves to our technology. That's the important thing. Making sure that we have not become slaves to the technology that God has given us. Um, uh, she talked about uh, uh, checking our phones 96 times. Uh, in a day uh, and recognizing that when we do that, we are actually uh, carving out or cutting out space uh, that we can use for uh, other more productive things, but also space that we can use uh, to clo- to have a closer uh, walk with God. And then today, then today, lastly, day nine uh, was uh, with Dr. Green. And talking about breathing room, uh, reimagining breathing room, and having, having space uh, so that we aren't running from, from end to end, from appointment to appointment. Uh, and again, sort of getting back to that whole balance of, of life, um, but creating space and breathing room uh, so, so that God um, is in the center of it all. And because he's in the center of it all, we have space um, to breathe, space to recreate, space to uh, not uh, burn the candle at both ends. Now, all of those nine days, if you look, I hope you've got the theme that emerges from those nine days, those first nine days. Um, and in fact, if you want to go ahead, um, go ahead and sh- share with me what what you see as a reoccurring theme or the common thread in those nine days do you see a common thread in those nine days um that 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 that's been discussed in these devotional silence uh reimagining your home reimagining balance reimagining your mornings reimagining your closets TV time phone time downsizing breathing room what's the common theme there or what's the What's a what's a um a common thread that you might uh say is um is in all of those? Philandra says making time for God. Yeah, making time for God. Yeah, making time for God and making time for God by specifically, yeah, okay. Sharon Turner Davis says creating space for God. Yeah, creating space, making room, Nora. Lawson says, making room for God, creating space for God. Yeah, it's this. It's this idea. It's this idea of come on, you, you, you all go ahead. Reorganize. Laurstein Johnson says reorganization and freeing up time. Yeah, the these first few days were meant to look at kind of our our environments, right? Looking, yeah, simplifying, Rita Johnson says. Looking at our environments, looking at how we spend our times reorganizing our lives, looking at how we structure our days, looking at how our 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 surroundings are structured, time management, Alice Washington says. Yeah, looking at all of the things of life that we have control over we have control over our closets we have control over our homes we have control over the tv and the phone we have control over those things things that we can we can change right things that we can we can decide to do differently we can decide to organize our closets differently, organize our homes differently, organize our mornings differently, organize uh, technology and the use of it differently, right? All of those things are within our hands to do. And so this was meant for us to take a look at what we have absolute Control over ourselves and talk through and think through how do we create spaces? How do we create spaces so that we are managing life and so that we are meeting God? Yeah. Being intentional with building a relationship with God. Yeah. So, so this, that's what this has been about. The environments that we create, the environments that we control, right? And how do we control and create those environments in such a way that we create the space to manage life and to meet with God? How do we, how do we, that which we have control over how do we balance it how do we use it in such a way that we are properly managing our lives and we're creating time and space to meet with God so what i want to talk about tonight um in the time that we have left is just that building uh margins building margins um so that we create the space that we need to be productive, to be at peace, to be in a good place emotionally, mentally, spiritually, relationally, right? How do do I create that space so that I'm at my best, for others, but I'm also at my best for God. How do I create the space so I'm best, watch this, so that I am at my best for receiving from God? And I wanna suggest to you that it has to do with building margins, okay? First thing I want to look at is going back to this idea about our mornings. Build margins by maximizing your mornings. That's the first thing I want to talk about. Build a margin by maximizing your mornings. Build margins by maximizing your mornings. Look at Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1 verse 35. Mark chapter 1 verse 35 says this and rising very early in the morning while it was still dark he departed and went out to a desolate place desolate place and there he prayed rising very early in the morning while it was still dark he departed and went out to a desolate place and there he prayed this is Jesus praying But look at when and look at where. Very early in the morning, Jesus got up while it was still dark. He departed and went out to a quiet, desolate place, an undisturbed place. And there he prayed. He prayed in the morning. Now, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that you have to, you know, get up at 4:30 and, and, um, you know, start your prayer um, at 4:30 and then join us at six o'clock and, and uh, then go into it. I'm, I'm. It's not about being legalistic with your prayers. It is about being regular. It is about being regular with your prayers. You don't have to legalistically do it, but you but you should regularly do it. And when you do it, it ought to be done in a quiet place, place where you you can talk to God, and more importantly, God can talk to you. That's why. That's why, we started this this devotional with reimagining silence. Because truth of the matter is, we are good at filling up space, dead space, empty space, we fill it up with stuff, and dead space, we fill it up with sound. Right? Empty empty space, we, we find something to go there, and quiet space, we find something to fill it up. Right. But reimagine your mornings with silence. Reimagine it being purposefully spent in prayer, in a quiet place. Yeah. And you know, this doesn't have to be, this doesn't have to be 30 minutes and 45 minutes and an hour. But it should be some time when you, when you have just said to God, God, in this moment, at this time, this is my time with you and your time with me. Nothing else but God time. Because listen, everybody else gets some of your time. Everybody else gets some of your time. What time are you giving to God? What time are you giving to God? All right, so that's the first thing. Build margin in your life by maximizing your mornings. Maximizing your mornings by having a regular routine prayer, Jesus wakes up early in the morning before it's light, while it's still dark. He goes to a quiet place and he prays. Okay. Let me go to the second one. I want you to, I want to encourage you to build margin into your life by saying yes to yourself. Build margin into your life by saying yes to yourself. Mark chapter six, verse 31 says, He said to them, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. Jesus is pulling his disciples away. They have been ministering. They have been, uh, you know, ministering to the multitude. Uh, They've been performing miracles. Uh, They've been feeding. Right. All of this has been being done and, and more people are coming because needs are being met and when needs are being met people show up jesus sees that the disciples are running it from end to end there's no margin they're burning it they're burning the candle at both ends and what jesus does is he stops it all and pulls them away and says, come away and get by yourselves and rest a while. I want you to build margin into your life by saying yes to yourself. Saying yes to yourself, what does that mean? That means giving yourself permission for some self care. Giving yourself permission to take care of self. Giving yourself permission to rest. Giving yourself permission to break away from it all. Yeah, give, listen, listen. They will make it without you for a little while give yourself permission to say yes to yourself. Say yes to yourself. You need some time. Yes to yourself. You need some quiet space. Yes to yourself. You, you, need, you need to pull away for a moment. Yes, and, and you're coming back and quit feeling guilty about taking care of yourself. You're creating margin. You're creating the time and the space that you need for yourself so that you can continue, so that you can keep being a good husband, keep being a good wife, keep being a good father, keep being a good mother, keep being a good spouse, keep being a, a good person, keep being a good employee, right? But to be all of that, to be those good, those good persons people and titles you've got to learn to say yes to yourself and Jesus saw his disciples watch this the te- look at the text again it says that they were doing so much that they didn't even have time or leisure to eat they didn't even have leisure to eat they were running it so, from end to end, that they were not taking care of themselves. Build margin in your life by learning to say yes to yourself. And stop letting people make you feel guilty because you said yes to you. You're worth it. You're worth it. You're worth saying yes. You're worth saying yes to yourself. Hear me tonight. You're worth taking care of yourself. Yeah. Say yes to yourself. Create some margin so that you can be your best self. Number three, build margin. This was another one that, that we already hit. Build margin by downsizing or by prioritizing, build margin by downsizing and by prioritizing. Matthew 6 and 33, how do do I build margin? You build margin by downsizing, you build margin by prioritizing. What do you mean by downsizing, preacher? I'm saying you can't have, let me, let me, let me take this one from a financial perspective, You, you can't have margin. You can't have margin in your life financially if you are spending everything you make. Talk to me somebody. There's no margin if if every check that comes in, you're you're spending it already. Or because you've already made some charges, you, you gotta pay the bills on the stuff you already charged. And the reason you have no margin is because you're living above your means. Listen, young adults, we gotta learn this early. You gotta learn this early. You cannot live above your means. You cannot live like your parents. Your apartment should not look like your parents' house. Right? you you should you should have some makeshift your furniture for, for a little while right your first place should not look like i mean unless unless i mean unless the lord has blessed you with with that kind of job then hey hey ball out but 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 if you're making entry-level salary right this is your first job and you're at entry-level position your first house and your first apartment should not look like the one you left at your mom's and dad's right they've been working for a lifetime to get what they have so 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 it's okay to start with with some second rate furniture and it's okay to 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 thrift shop and and to to find good deals and to live below your means. Quit trying. Watch this. Quit trying to impress. Quit trying to impress people. Some of whom don't like you anyway. Quit trying to impress people, and make them think that you have more than you have. H- Hello, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So downsize. Learn how to downsize. Live below your live below your means. Live below what you can afford. Don't get exactly what you can afford. Live below what you can afford. This is this is something that 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 we don't do very well because we tend to want people to know how much we got and how well we live and how. Yeah, we've got to learn how to downsize and live below our means. And while you're saying yes to yourself, you need to learn how to say no. Yeah, thank you, Shelby Moore. Say no to some stuff. There's some things that, listen, you don't need right now. Particularly if you know that you're buying those things, watch this, to feel some other void that you have in your life. Those are the things you need to say no to. Um. How many of you ever uh, bought something on impulse, right? You bought something on impulse. You saw it and man, it looked good or you've been wanting it. Um, for the brothers, you 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 were in Best Buy and you saw that TV, that that's that 70 inch, and it's got the, I mean, it's it's the it's the truth. Right? Or for the ladies, you, 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 you're in the in the department store and you see that purse or or you're at the outlet and you see that coach or you see that coat or whatever it is, and that's the thing, and boom, you just you bought it on impulse. and you still paying for some stuff that you bought on impulse. Help me tonight if you can. You are paying for some stuff right now that you bought on impulse. And we find ourselves, we find ourselves maxed out financially because we don't practice living below our means. And what, yeah, what I see somebody saying, delayed gratification. Yeah. So Matthew 6 and 33. Matthew 6 and 33 says this. This is about prioritizing. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Let's admit it. There are things that we want in life. Let's go ahead and admit it. There are things that we want in life. And I don't believe there's anything ungodly about wanting things. I don't believe there's anything ungodly about that. I don't think there's anything unholy about wanting nice clothes, wanting a nice car, wanting a nice house. I don't think there's anything ungodly or unholy about that. Right? When it becomes ungodly, it's when we put those things before God. It becomes unholy when we make those things our hearts pursuit rather than pursuing the things of God. That's when it becomes God says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your might. Thou shall have no other gods before me. And when we put those things before God, and listen, it's real easy to know if you've put some stuff before God. Because if if you're paying off things and, and you say because you're paying that off, you cannot tithe, you have then put some stuff before God. If you've got bills to pay and those bills are because you made some decisions and some choices on impulse and now you cannot give your tithe unto the Lord, you have put that thing before God. So many times when people say they can't afford to tithe, it's because we've made some choices about our priorities. We could afford to if we had made some different decisions. Talk to me if you can. Let me give you these last uh, two. Yeah, let me give you these last two because we got about eight minutes. I want to talk to you about building margin by creating silence. Building margin by creating silence. That was our first devotional, reimagining silence. And I've said to you a couple of times in tonight's study, oftentimes that we feel silence with noise. I want to encourage you, and I want to to challenge challenge somebody this week. I want to challenge somebody this week. I want to challenge somebody this week um the thing that the thing that that um i want to i want to challenge you to a to a a radio silence a radio silence and not that you can't listen to music at all but i'm just talking about maybe um maybe in your car Let's just talk about the time in your car. The time that you spend in your car. Spend it with no radio. Ooh, that's going to hurt somebody. That's going to hurt somebody. The time that you spend in your car this week is a challenge. You, you can accept it or you cannot. Uh, you know, no. You know, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. <laughs> somebody said not my car, pass." <laughs> it's a challenge. You can accept it. You cannot. All right, but but I issue the challenge because what if instead of that time, now unless unless let me let me put this out here unless that's time that that you have devotion right, and so some of you are listening to devotional podcasts. Some of you are listening to the devotion uh, that we have on the day. Right, and you're going to work, and you're listening to that devotional. So, okay, that's fine. But if you're listening to um, satellite radio or or, or whatever else, uh, any of your favorite programs, um, Ricky Smiley in the morning, uh, whatever it is, I want to challenge you. It's just a challenge. No radio for this week. Oh my! <laughs> I see somebody say, "Oh my!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just try it. Let's create. Watch this. Create silence. And see what happens. Watch this. See what happens with your thoughts. Where does your thought life go when you don't have something distracting you? Where does your thought life go when you don't have something pulling at you and making making you laugh over here or making you uh, tense over there because you're listening to the news and and you get, you know, tense on your way to work because you you hear. Uh, the national news that's going on. Here's a challenge. How long does it last? How long does the challenge last? Um, uh, um, this is a challenge. Let's see. It issues on Wednesday. I'm gonna make it a week challenge. Challenge for a week. Make it a challenge for a week. Seven days. Eh, seven days. How about that? Think that's too long? Somebody say it's too long. <laughs> I see all kind of faces on the line. Yeah. Somebody say that's a real challenge. All right. All right. Listen. You that's that's the challenge I issue. I'm talking about in your car. In your car just turning the radio off. And spending that time, letting that time be watch this, letting that time because perhaps perhaps particularly for those of you who are working and do a lot of things, perhaps the morning Um, when you wake up, you're on your way to work, right? And you're getting dressed. You haven't had time to talk to God. And then when you get in the car, the radio is on. So that's no time to So watch this, turn the radio off. Turn the radio off. No music. And that becomes the time, the time that you're just, Lord, keep me. Lord, give me strength. Lord, keep me aware, aware of my surroundings. Open my eyes that I might might see who you want me to touch, where you want me to go, what you want me to give, who you want me to call, right? Seven days of radio silence in the car, all right? All right. Oh Lord, my goodness. I'm gonna feel that one, y'all, because y'all know how much I love music. Y'all know how much I oh my god. Why did I, why did I do that? Why on earth did I do that? Mm. Y'all pray for me. Y'all pray for me. I'm I'm not even Lord, yeah. Somebody said Lord help. I don't even, I don't even know why I did that, Dr. Green. But since I did it, I, I since I issued the challenge. Uh, I, I I guess I got to accept the challenge. <laughs> All right. We'll try. We'll try and see. We'll try and see. All right. Uh, but creating silence. Why? Here it is. First Kings. First Kings, chapter 19. First Kings, chapter 19, verses 11 and 13, verses 11 and 13. Look at what he says. He says, and he said, go out and stand on the mount before the Lord and behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the sound of a low whisper. The sound of a low whisper. One of your voice, one of your versions might say, um, a still small voice, right? Still, a quiet whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? It came not. In the whirlwind, not in the fire, not in the storm, but it came in a small whisper. And listen, you can't hear a whisper if everything is filled with noise. <laughs> I see some people. Somebody said goodbye to FM. Hallelujah, FM. Dre and Sherry. God bless you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Listen, bless you if you take the challenge, all right? The still small voice comes in quiet spaces, quiet places. And if, if you know that your day is filled with noise, when you wake up, noise starts. When you get back home, there's noise at home and you really don't have that quiet time and quiet place. The challenge that I'm issuing for quiet in your car, right? If you know that there's not quiet in those other places, that's the challenge for you, for quiet in your car, the still small voice for God to speak to you, the still small voice for the Lord to talk, all right? Lastly, and I'm through, build margin by having a good diet. Build margin by having a good diet. Muriel Ellis adds, does the challenge start in the morning? Yes. Does the challenge start in the morning? Yes. We're going to start the challenge in the morning. Amen. Praying for you all. Y'all know how much. Oh, my God. I love music too much to have issued that challenge. But, you know, hey, that's that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Build margin by a good diet. First Kings 19 verses uh, 5 through 8. Here's here's the same. This this is Elijah again. And let's look at what happens. He lay down and slept under a broom tree and behold, an angel touched him and said, arise and eat. And he looked and behold, there was a a head of uh, there was at his head a cake, a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. And he ate and drank and lay down again. Verse seven. And the angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, for the journey is too great for you. Verse 8, he arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights to Horeb, the mount of God. Here is is Elijah. uh, uh, This is the same Elijah from from the previous passages, right? Um, The angel says to him, Get up and eat. Right? Get up and eat. And he says this two times. And he says, listen, do this because the journey is too great. You've got too much going ahead ahead of you for you not to be eating. I need to say that to somebody. Listen, if you're fasting and you understand what your fast is, glory be to God. If you're doing a, a complete fast, uh, you've prayed about that. I'm praying for your strength. If you're doing a partial fast, a Daniel fast, Uh, make sure that you're doing eating those things that are listed for you to eat and abstaining from those things uh, that are listed for you from which to abstain, okay? But when it's time to come off of the fast, make sure that you're eating a good diet. I don't know what Elijah ate but it says that it was enough strength for him to go for 40 days and 40 nights. I wanna suggest to you that that there's something about eating that speaks to and creates for us balance in our lives. It balances our bodies. The nutrients uh, helps us to stay in balance. The water intake. Uh, the vitamin intake helps our bodies to stay in balance. And with balanced bodies, we can make good decisions. We have clear minds that gives us clear thoughts. We can hear clearly and see clearly. I'm out of time, but I'm not out of word because, listen, I want us to live balanced lives. And we do that by creating margin in our lives. Amen. Amen we almost got to 200. I think I saw 191 or 192 was our high. Uh, We almost got there. We almost got there. Next week, I need us to get to that 200 mark, okay? God bless you, and God keep you as our prayer. Let's pray together. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you. We bless you. We love you, and we thank you, oh God, for being with us through these nine days of prayer and fasting. We pray, oh God, that this next week, as we um draw closer to you as we create silent spaces as we become intentional about uh, prioritizing our, our lives such that margins are created to hear from you margins are created to be at our best god we pray that you give us the insight know when to say yes to ourselves and no to others Give us the insight, the wisdom, and the courage uh, so that we make good decisions that honor and glorify you. God, we love you, and we don't want to put anything or anyone before you. And where we have, God, we pray that you give us the strength to make things right and align correctly in our lives. Lord, we pray that these 28 days of prayer and fasting would be pleasing unto you. In Jesus' name, for His sake we pray. Amen. And amen. Listen, while I have you on, listen. I did not not mention it. I need you to keep in prayer. Uh, the Gentry family, you know, we lost our uh, dear deacon Deacon Coy Gentry, and uh, our hearts are are just uh, our hearts are broken uh, because of that. That service. Uh, will be Saturday at one p.m. here at the church. Uh, so be in prayer for uh, for Deacon Gentry, uh, Marcus, and his family. Um, be in prayer for the entire Gentry family—a a family of educators, a family of, of 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 God's servants, a family of Jesus lovers. Uh, so keep them in your prayers uh, as we as we um, as we say goodbye to um, a, a hard fighting soldier. Amen. God bless you. And God, keep his our prayer. We'll see you soon.